So, um, what are your favorite moped sounds? No can of crack, gotta shake it up. I don't know, like touch a flower, is it moving? Like, no, feel free locked up. Sounds like a fuck, dude. Oh boy! Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome back. This is Moped Money Podcast, episode 224. Dude, Dylan, you're back. We're here. We're good. You can talk again. <laughs> oh, you're good. I'm just listening. Yeah, man. Uh, Yeah, just fucking, we've been, we were catching up a little bit, talking about babies and whatnot, dude. Like, life's crazy. Like I said, I, I was like, oh, I was about to start getting the podcast shit. And I was like, oh, let me, let me hit the music. That might make sense. So people know it started, you know? <laughs> but yeah, yeah, like, I've been like super lenient with the podcast lately. Just like, all right, dude, like, you know, I'm going to play it by ear, like, see how it goes, like, and this and that. And today, oh, but by the way, my, my homie Conan says, what's up, bro? Hey, Conan, how you doing? And I was like, Conan hit me up. He's like, dude, like you are like, I can't, I can't deal with this. Like every other week thing, dude, like you're like fucking with my motivation. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I, like it's hard enough to, to keep motivated in mopeds, you know, it's, it's, you got a lot of other stuff going on and shit's getting you down. Oh, anyway. yeah. So we had to like hear from each other and hear our like other one else's problems and struggles or like victories and wins and builds and like, you know, that ripper you just got going or that stalker that's like. You know, you finally replaced the sh- shitty shawl that would have never worked. So now your bike works finally, like because you <laughs> bit the bullet and bought the part you needed that you could have bought like yeah. a month ago. Like, <laughs> so well, they just had a sale. You know, I was waiting yeah, for it, dude. Of course, you know, everyone's always <laughs> waiting for that sale. Like, ooh, like they're like, it's like I don't know. My, my wife's like a sale person. Like she'll buy shit, and I'm like, oh well, it was on sale. I'm like, yeah, but. Like we didn't need that anyway. You, you still spent money though. <laughs> yeah, so it's yeah, like no. the the moped sale thing is super funny because we're always just like, "Ooh, there's a sale! What can I buy?" <laughs> and I and I in the beginning, I swear it was every three months or something like that. And now I, it's like every month. I feel like <laughs> every month they're like, "Here's a sale, ten percent off," and it's like seven percent. And you're like, "It's barely a sale, but whatever. I'm still gonna yeah. buy it." Benji's like, "Dude, I gotta keep poking the bear, dude. I gotta fucking prod these kids, dude." Like, <laughs> The sale is just like a little like a uh, taser on a oh, stick, yeah. you know. Come on, guys, get yeah. in, get in the yeah. gate, get in the gate. <laughs> well, it just reminds us he's still there, and he's like, "Hey, come on now, dude, man." I don't know, like I've this. I tried. Well, I don't know. I tried to like not buy a bunch of stuff. Like I was like, we've all been there. We're like, you find yourself just like buying tons of like moped parts and bikes and stacks and stacks and shit just keeps building up and i was just like <laughs> i got to a point where i was like dude like a long time ago i made like the rule for myself it was like all right moped money is gonna stay in mopeds and then like the money you make from like working and stuff like you have to like leave alone you know i was like that's my rule yeah. like cool like i'm gonna have the hobby be like self self-sustaining like cool sell it fix a bike sell a bike you made 300 bucks in parts cool that's 300 bucks you can like spend on whatever and then you know the 300 bucks you had in buying the bike you can like put into like buying the next bike or like, yeah and i wish it. i could follow that uh, yeah it's really it was really hard to stick to <laughs> i'm not gonna say i was perfect but at least yeah. i like made an effort to like try to like control the spending because uh there's this thing with amazon bro i don't know I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna hook everyone up. I'm gonna hook everyone up, dude. Hook hook everyone. I'm probably talked about this before. I really don't remember, but 
if you log into Amazon online, like on the computer, like go to the website, you can you can print reports from Amazon and see like what your total spending was like broken down in a spreadsheet by like month. Oh and God. And it's, it's brutal to look at. Like if you, yeah, have I don't people, think I want to see that. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you are a family that buys stuff on Amazon without like any concern, like, Oh, I need that. Buy it. Amazon. Bam. It shows up at your door next day. But I'm so glad that there's not something like that for Treatland. I wish there was. Cause they, I, they can actually tell you if you email them, they can tell you all that. Yeah. Cause I talked to one of the guys once and I was like, well, how much should I spend this year? Just cause I, I do the taxes and stuff, you know? Yeah. And usually I just compile it, but I haven't actually reached out to him, but he does. They do have the availability to tell you what you oh, spend in a year. Oh, dude. That might be yeah. a fun episode. Just like call like 10, like call like, you know, five of my homies that I know spend a lot of money in treats every year. Like leave out like Detroit Moped Works and shit because they're probably like, yeah, one client, no. You know? But like, yeah, Sabatino and stuff too. And there's a, there's a bunch of them. Yeah. I was like, dude, that'd be funny, dude. Have a, a whole episode. Just get the homies in the room and we just compare our fucking bill. <laughs> No, it'd be depressing. I feel like whenever I do my like taxes every year for the business, I look at it, I'm like, how did I spend so much? And I didn't make that much. Oh, yeah. And then I like look, I'm like, oh, it's because I have 10 extra bikes this year. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, okay, this makes sense now. Yeah, they keep coming. Oh, especially coming. Dose. Because mm-hmm. you can buy like two or three bikes from Dose and spend a couple grand, and then you're like, oh, okay, it's fine, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then it just keeps on going. The hits keep coming, bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dos has all those sweet new bikes, you know. You have to buy one or two or three or four. Import game, dude. That rare life. Uh, yeah. It's actually <sighs> my favorite bikes to buy are the Dos bikes. Yeah, because they're fucking different, unique. It's all about well, and they're, you know? they're usually in decent condition. Like most of the ones that I've gotten are like, you know, they're sweet and they're in good condition for the most part, even if they're like not running. Yeah. So. Now everyone's gonna rush out the dose and buy all my bikes from me. <laughs> nah, dude, they're yeah, fucking. They're, they're, they, we've all been doing it. Everyone knows the deal. I got, I got one. Maybe no, I got two. I have two dose bikes. They didn't. Come you have to, to buy more than one at a time for the shipping to make sense. Yeah, I'm they, telling you. There you go. Like, <laughs> see, I got this business account. See, uh, <laughs> uh, exactly. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah, this card, like, I, it came with like you know, like. Uh, <laughs> I've got the sick limit, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it comes back, right? Yeah. They definitely sell for a lot. Is that no, they don't. <laughs> All right. So before, uh, we get, before we get too deep, dude, let's fucking let's, let's, let's kind of tell everyone who you are. I kind of made a post on Instagram like quickly or whatever, but you know, for those, yep, I'll just tell a little bit about myself and t- stuff. Tell them um, who you are and where you're from and what you do. So my name's Dylan Wallace and I live in Sacramento. We recently moved here, my wife and I in, 2020. I'm from Iowa originally. Hung out with all the Omaha people, like the dead possums. Went to their rally every year when they had them. Kit Kat, um, shout out. Oh, Kit Kat, of course, yeah. I just saw a picture of Nelly the other day. I haven't talked to him in a while, though. But um, what else? So, mopeds, I think it was like 15 or 16 when I got my first moped. Mm-hmm. But prior to that, I had motorcycles. It was kind of funny. I started on big bikes and worked my way down. So, <laughs> but. First bike was a Honda Hobbit. I always wanted a Honda yeah. Hobbit. I don't know why. You came in the because game I just, hot, bro. That's I, a good, I that's loved a good Hondas. Start. <laughs> it, well, you say that, but if it was a hundred and like fifty or two hundred dollar Hobbit, we went up to South Dakota. And it was just this guy had like three hundred bikes, 
just in like a field. Oh, damn. And, I, and me and my buddy and his wife got two bikes, one for me, one for his wife. I got home. I put gas in mine. I, I didn't know anything. I still don't know anything. <laughs> and then uh, I fixed hers. And then a day later, mom just started just with the gas sitting in it long enough. I don't know why, but <laughs> I was impressed. I think we were like 27 too. I was like, wow, this is amazing. You know, but that was my first adventure. Dude, 16, 27 miles an hour, dude. It's better than your bicycle, right? Fuck yeah. Well, I had motorcycles, so it was kind of the opposite. I was like, this like, is, this this is great. <laughs> but I loved it. I don't know what it was. It was just like, this is great. And there was like such a community in Omaha. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first people I used to ride with was the wandering pacer, Benjamin yeah. Piper. I love that dude. He's a good dude. Um, and me and him, I'd ride my Hobbit. He had his pacer. And we would just go ride all the time. Hell yeah. It's cool. Uh, like- it's cool. Like I've, I've always talked about this a couple of times where it's like, there's the people who come into the scene with like no outside connection. They're just like lone soldiers yeah, so out weird. There in the, in the, in the wilderness by themselves, riding a moped. And then they stumble <laughs> across the community and you're like, they're like, Whoa, their mind's blown Yeah. But, like, to come in. Did you know about like people, other people riding mopeds before you got yours? I don't know how I met. I can't remember how I originally did it, but I met like, one of the guys, I think one of them was, oh God, I can't remember if it was Ed first or who it was, but then I went to Ed, Ed's moped when he just had it at his house. And I went to Ed's house and there was uh, Eldon Hoove and a, I think Chuck was there. I don't know if you know Chuck and a couple other guys. And we were just all at Ed's house and we talked about hobbits and stuff. And I didn't know anything then. So I was like, how do I make this faster? <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> And he was like, go hit up the Sioux Falls boys. And I never did. But now I know all those guys, ADJ and Benjamin Johnson. Green Bastards. What's up, bros? Yeah. Hell yeah. I love their rallies. I'm like, when are we doing another one, guys? Yeah. I always hear about that one. Like the Black Hills is like a really good ride. I fucking love Keystone. It's just so perfect because the roads are so twisty and turny. It is made for mopeds, I swear. I got to make a trip, dude. You do. (laughs) Like I talk about it all all the time. Like I got to like do like one far away ride a year like yeah you know how it goes like we all fall into oh, especially the same now trap. with you yeah yeah we all fall into that same trap of stuff that's close and it's like yeah of course it's like, easy oh, it's easy it's like that's only three hours or that's only four hours it's like why would i not go it's like it's yeah. hard to like not go to something like that because it's so close but then yeah I feel like I'm using up all my time. Like, oh, well, I already went to three rallies. I know. But then, like, what's the distance that's the cutoff? Like, is it five, six, seven? You know, like, what is the distance you won't go? Yeah. Like, I did, we just did New York. We did Upjet, and we did, that's like five hours away for us, or five and a half. That's not bad. So it's like, we literally, it was like, oh, it's only five and a half hours. We weren't going to go at all. And we're like, fuck it, we'll go and just do the Saturdays. We literally, Left latest shit Friday night, got there really early, mm-hmm. early Saturday morning, did the ride, hung out, went to the party, left like the same night. Yeah. Hit it, quit it, in and out. Like, you didn't even do the, the raffle and all no, that shit? No, we, oh, that's my favorite part is the raffles, I swear. Yeah, we were we were in and out, dude, the hit it, quit it. But we've done that a couple of times where we're just like, all right, dude, like it's just close enough and we have yeah. enough time to at least just like drive up, do the ride and like bounce. 
But that's better than nothing, though. Yeah, better than nothing. That's what I'm saying. You get to see all the people, and that's the best part. Yeah, you see your moped and all and all the whips, you know. And you're like, who's gonna break down today? Yeah, you get to see a bike or two you haven't seen before in person, or you've only seen on the internet. Like, oh, so and so was there. Is there gonna be a frantic sprinter at this one? Woo, boy! I wish. I mean, QCP's got one now, so you know, maybe maybe I'll get to see some a little closer up. So we got, I we, know. got uh, we got some uh, some East Coast slash kind of Southern. Uh, Let's have the Minarelli C two on them, I think, right? Or does it depend? I don't know. It's still got that weird Fantic motor. Yeah, because I have a Fantic Joy with the C two LH Kickstart. I think it's the same one, but I think they might have had different models too. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm not a Fanic dude. Like, they every they, nah. they're gorgeous bikes. Like the way they're all built, like are so oh, different. Yeah. And like, yeah, they're just unique and cool bikes. They're so goofy. There's so many cool bikes out there, dude. We started that thread on Moped Army about like rare bikes or whatever, and then I saw that there was another rare bike thread, and I was just like, we're like rattling all these bikes off and trying to make <laughs> compile some lists. I'm like, all right, dude, like I don't have time to do this, but like uh, it'd be cool if someone else could like start the wiki. Page. I need to find the thread. I, I literally yeah. was I bought like five Vespinos from Dose. I, I swear yeah, I'm the Vespino dude. king. I was like, like I had five Vespinos. I, like, I was like, you have all of them. Like what the fuck? There's only like three <laughs> other ones or something in the country, and like you got them all. <laughs> Because I keep on buying them, and they're like, we got some more. You want them? I'm like, fuck yeah, yeah dude. There's, and they're sick That's, bikes. They're such a cool bike. They're goofy as hell. They're I like, love them. They're like, like the, derbies, but yeah, not. Yeah, it's like that mono, mono swing arm shit. So you get the Yeah, cool and then the wheel. left-handed side is mm-hmm. uh, the pedal engagement. It's like a throttle. Oh, weird. So if you pull it back like a throttle, it disengages, and you can pedal mode it. That's crazy. Yeah. But some people don't realize that and they pull it back and then it like skips out and you hear. Yeah. I know one of our homies, I think, God damn, I can't remember what club he's in. I think he was like Moped or something or Ohio club. I can't remember, but he had like a, it's like that weird like pook version of the Vespino. The pook tray. Yeah. The pook tray I think he had. Yeah. I yeah. can't remember that kid's name, but he's he's pretty cool. Like that thing's sick too. I don't know. There's oh, so Oh, God. Many. Yeah. And that's where I'm at now, dude. Like I've, I've been in my pet so long. It's like, yeah, there's – it's always – like Maxie's – yeah, that's cool. But <laughs> – but like, yeah, you're Tomos. Yeah, that's cool. But there's like all these fucking <laughs> crazy bikes that like we didn't really have a lot of in the States. And when you yeah, see those, yeah, you're like, damn, this thing is spicy, boy. I love the Suzuki Maxis that they've been getting uh, in. And they, they had some pook badged ones. Mm-hmm. And I actually got a cover from one. So I have a Suzuki Maxi with a pook Kickstarter. It's yeah. so sweet. Isn't it like the Minarelli or something on that too? Some some. No, some it's a Marini motor. M101, yeah. the dual variated. It's similar to the motor Chad runs on his Baker's Dozen thing. <sighs> Shit's cool. Like, I don't know. Like, I have a fox, and like, I. Oh, yeah, I know the fox. In my last episode or something, I kind of talked about it. Like, I fucking I loaned it out at a rally, and it had some crazy, like, tran carnage happen. And, mm-hmm. and I'm like, now I'm like, ugh. Like, I, I fill my treat basket. And I was like, well, I gotta buy some shit for the Hobbit, and I gotta buy some shit for, like, the fox. And I'm like, and I'm like, okay, well, there's a couple parts that I, I can't just get. Because they don't have them on Treatland. No. So I have to go to like French fucking eBay and like yeah. other places and try to source it. They'll still have some stuff. And I was just like, fuck, dude. Like, I just gonna I just took all the fox shit out of my tr- out of my cart. I was like, <laughs> oh man, this is this is much cheaper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, okay. They Jason. use 103 kits, don't they? Yeah, the kits and stuff. My kit's fine. And like, but yeah, yeah. 103 kits all day. And I was like, dude, like, you know, like, um, uh, 
I'm just going to fix one bike at a time. <laughs> God. Yeah, that's kind of what I do too now. Like I focus on one, I get it going, and then I do the next one, and then yeah. I just keep on going. <sighs> so let's go back to your start, dude. Back to the uh, the, the origin tale. <laughs> yeah. So you got you were 16, you fucking... What, oh, no, what? no. I was, I was 26. Sorry, it was oh. 2016. I apologize. I thought you were like 16 years old. I was like, damn, 16 years no, old? No, I wish. My mom wouldn't let me. <laughs> My mom wouldn't let me. When I was 14, we had like four wheelers and stuff. Mm-hmm. I remember we like went to the store and I wanted a scooter. My mom was like... I don't know. Probably because I flipped over my go kart the first day we had it. Oh yeah, but yeah. Like but then I had out. motorcycles at like twenty one, and then at twenty like five or six, uh, I had friends who rode motorcycles. Okay. Um, it's actually a funny story about that one too. I got a good one. So I had my first motorcycle. And my mom had no idea about it because she told me she'd disown me. Um, and then one day, this is actually a weird story. I had a roommate who was smoking some weed upstairs. That whole and. He calls me, which is fine, whatever, you know. And he calls me, he's like, hey, Dylan, I think I burnt the house down. <laughs> and I'm like, what, Clayton? And he's like, uh, can you call the fire department? I'm like, no, you call the fire department. And I go to the house, and there's a fire truck there. And then my mom shows up, and we had to get out of the house. And that was the day she learned that I had a motorcycle. <laughs> and ever since then, it's been, it's been out. No, it was in the garage, thank God. Oh, yeah. No, man. the house was salvageable too. They ended up like getting it all good, but we had to move out shortly after. So uh, and mom walked in the garage and saw the motorcycles. Like, who's, yeah, who's I remember because she like to? saw it and she was just speechless. She just looked at me like you know she wanted to beat me. She just looked at me. I'm like, uh, and I'm like, I just need to take it to my buddy's house and to his garage. <laughs> and then she like followed me on my bike. And I think it was like January, so it was snowy in uh, Iowa where <laughs> I lived. And I'm in this. I had a what was it? a super Hawk nine, nine, six Honda. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Uh, and I drove all the way there. I was super careful when I get there and she's like, you know what? You're a really good driver. And I was like, thank God. Cause I need insurance on this. She's my insurance <laughs> lady. <laughs> so that's when she learned to have motorcycles. That's funny, dude. That's like, uh, that's our kids do, you know, like we hide our tattoos and then we wait yeah. and we hide our motorcycles. Like, <laughs> yeah. When you tell me I can't have something, I want it then. It's like, mom, I'm a grown ass man. I'm going to do what I want. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then after that, I had like, I worked my way down to like a DRZ 400 and then I had a KZ 200 and I had CT 90s the whole time. Actually, I had a sweet CT 90 that I like redid. And then I just worked my way down and down and down until I got the Hobbit. And then I started just buying way too many mopeds. And now I have too many to mention. Yeah. Dude, I want to yeah. like, so how like the spiral go for you? Like, cause the, some people like to get one and that's like their only moped and they, they manage to like hold out. And they that's just have, crazy. Like, they just I, have I like one moped for I, years. No, that doesn't make sense to me. I literally, <laughs> I got the Hobbit. Maybe it was a year or two. And then I was like, I need another one in case one of my friends wants to ride or my brother. But I already had sold my brother a bike and my other buddy had a bike. And then I just started getting one and I got another one. And then I got a V1. I remember I got like a Motron. And then I got, what did I get? A Vespa Grande. I've had so many bikes yeah. and sold so many. Ooh, my Tomos. I love my, the lime green Tomos. That one was sick. I still have it too, mm-hmm. actually. For you, were they like, were you finding them like as like good deals? Like, were you like hunting them like on Craigslist? Were you looking all the time? Because I know like it was, I've it was definitely the either how the hunt goes. Yeah. In Iowa and Nebraska, it was easy. They were a hundred to 300 bucks, you know, for a, a moped. 
and it was decent deals, friends of friends or something like that, or it was on Facebook. I did a little bit of Craigslist, but I don't really like Craigslist as much because I just worry about Craigslist, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just because I like to see the people on Facebook, and I can see what they look like before I go to a place. But, yeah. And I've done all the other apps that you can do, the Let's Go or Let It Go and stuff like that. Yeah, those apps were like short lived for me. Like I, I did yeah, all they were they are. and like and then like fucking Thomas like pulled one off of like one of those weird apps like maybe a year ago after everyone had stopped using them and I was like, damn, what? Yep. He's like, Yep, I've still I found one on here. Like what? <laughs> like surprise, surprise, you know? <laughs> uh, but a lot of the bikes recently are like my friends have them or friends of friends will send me something. Like I picked up a Magnum the other day and it was a friend of a friend and he needed to get rid of it and I was like, Sweet, I'll come get it. Yeah, but yeah, that's cool. Fucking so you're you're stacking up, dude. You're collecting bikes, and where were you living at the time? You were in Iowa, did, but where were you keeping uh, I, I all these in, bikes? Well, I was in Iowa. Um, my brother and I, my brother bought a house, and I, we were both living in it. Um, and it was just a little two car garage, and we it was just full of fucking mopeds. And then it was two bo- bros, so we had mopeds obviously in our house too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I remember when I met my wife, I had like a, a sax. What did I have in there? Some sax in like my living room and a couple other bikes in my living room too. Total bachelor. Yeah. But, well, that's my uh, first, my very first moped I bought. It was like a non ready motor cane and I brought it home uh, and it instantly went like in the corner of the living room behind the couch. Like, <laughs> uh, that's probably where the motor cane deserves to be though. Uh, come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I I have a couple of McCain's. Um I'm like a what do I have? Uh what's the old one? A V eighty eight and an A V forty two. And I just haven't had the desire to fix them just because I, I don't enjoy motor McCain's as much as like Peugeot or any of the other bikes, to be honest. Yeah. They're they're, they're fun, but it's like they have their place. It's, it's such a hole to go down. Like like any oh, other God, thing. Yeah. It's like, you know, if you wanna dive deep, like you know, you got to fork up the, the cash, but you know, oh, hell yeah. I've seen, decent... you gotta get those circlet pliers too. <laughs> Never dude. You just fucking, every time you want to change it, you just pull it off with a three jaw and break them. Dude. Oh re- my God. I've never done that one. Uh, I have, I have so many circlet pliers now. And just for that, like I bought literally Moto became factory tools from some yeah. guy like a year ago. It's like, you're telling me uh, I have to get these like fucking circlet pliers that are like, like, like three feet long. Yeah, seriously. And then and then it's still the pain in the ass and it doesn't do it right and you just get pissed off. That's yeah. a motor cane for you. <laughs> I've uh, also like I'm not gonna lie, like I've never worked on a stock motor cane. Like that's every the better motor- part then. Every motor cane I've ever owned was like, Okay, this is a, a from the ground up complete build. I'm doing all the things. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> so it's like cool, you drop thousands of dollars and then you beat your head against the wall and then it ripped for a little while until you blew it up and then you got frustrated <laughs> yeah. and sold it and then like a year or two later you do it all over again like just torturing yeah. myself i think that's mopeds though i think yeah. torturing yourself is part of mopeds if you're not doing it and torturing yourself and having fun then what's what's the point yeah. so you're collecting all these fucking bikes you got your brother into it now he's helping you oh, become yeah. a, like a hoarder like yeah oh, he definitely did I, I, a hoarder status is definitely my garage and probably still is to be honest but that's yeah. okay so I met you... my wife at a moped rally, actually. That's awesome, dude. I want yeah, to know in like, Kansas City, Missouri. I want to know how many relationships have been started like through mopeds. I'm sure there's been a ton. We're like, well, how many successful relationships? Probably a decent amount, bro. 
I want to see a yeah. decent amount. Yeah. Like, at least, like, you know, they... Because, like, our friend, Girl Chris and Mark Matt from Legion, like, uh, ra- fucking Rebel Rousers and Legion, they met at a moped rally, and they mm. kicked it off, and then, like, they started Aww. hanging out, and, like, a couple years later, they're living together, and they're married, and they're doing all the, the, all yep. the things. And because of Uh-oh. mopeds, dude, moped love story. We've had I a fucking few, love mopeds. We've had a few moped love stories, you know? Yeah. It's like, even when you stop riding, you're just like, oh, like, they, they get a soft spot in your heart for mopeds. I never of course. <laughs> well, the worst part is my wife. She's just like, she's, she's too easy going about when I get mopeds. Like I'd be like, Hey, I saw the sweet moped. And she'd be like, that is fucking sweet. And I'm like, no, You're you don't make like, you cliff. should tell me. Yeah. Stop buying these. Like she's, she's like, yeah, okay. If you can sell it, make money. And I'm like, maybe. <laughs> or maybe I, I, I buy it and then I fall in love with it. and I keep it. Cause I have an emotional attachment. Uh, I, can't let, I, I mean, that, yep, does, that yep. doesn't happen to me. I'm sorry. No, not me. Never, never. <laughs> Like I got, I got this yellow maxi I'm getting and she's like, you know, I've always wanted a yellow maxi and I'm like, you, you don't need a yellow maxi. You have a black maxi, you have a a white Magnum, you have so many mopeds, Stephanie. (laughs) (laughs) I remember I bought my Cobra and I brought it home and I was like, oh yes, I finally found a Cobra after all these years hunting in the wild. I found one on the internet at random and beat everyone else in the area to it. And I'm so stoked. And like, it's the first time my wife saw it, she's like, Oh my God, this one's mine. Right. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> that, that's what happened to my red derby. Uh, <laughs> I was riding that at the moped rally. And after we got together, she's like, this is my bike now. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I guess they just like, you can have just, it. Like, you know, comp- like take them. And I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you can yeah. have it, but I'm going to need 500 cash tonight. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, oh no 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 yeah, that, like, that, that uh, flies. <laughs> no 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 she'd be like you owe me and i'd be like that's true that's true that's true oh so you're stacking up dude you're stacking up like your brother's riding a... did you he had a chow i sold him a chow for a hundred dollars poor kid <laughs> yeah I, I i feel bad about it to be honest now because I, I feel like i started him on the worst moped but he so ended up doing like cases. Dude. I know he like did all the stuff, and it was a you know forty-two mile per hour child like they all are. Mm-hmm. And it would it would wheelie. It was just amazing, but it would it would run for about an hour or so because I remember he pounded the bearings on with hammers, and it was a real nice build. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but it gives but yeah. it helps find them like you know it gives them other experiences with mopeds. Like sometimes oh, it's yeah. cool to have a bike that works all the time, and you show up to the rally, and your bike just kills it. And then you yep. go home happy, like, ah, oh, I did the whole ride. But there's also those times where, like, your bike breaks down and you end up in the failure trailer, like, drink, oh. drinking shots with someone who comes your new best friend. I remember the first time I broke down, it was at the Omaha rally, and the breakdown bus that they had was a giant, um, what was it, a van, and it had a big giant trailer, and it was air-conditioned. It was so nice. I was like, I broke down at the perfect moment because it was so hot outside. And it was just like, I should break down more often. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, Those are great. It was the nut on the variator of the rear pulley of the Hobbit. I don't know how it came loose, but it did. Damn. Yeah. I've seen those like rallies where like people like voluntarily put themselves in chase. They're like, listen, this ride is fucking grueling and brutal. (laughs) It's hot. Like, where you guys are, we're way out here in the middle of nowhere. I got this long ass ride to get back. Like, 
I'm done. Like they just like throw in the towel. Like, yeah, yeah, you're like, it definitely broke. Yeah. I, I need chase for sure. Here. Yeah, like I'm just loaded it up for sure. <laughs> yeah. Just rolled onto the trailer. Yeah. It broke when I got here. I don't know what happened. Uh, oh, so, so when did you like find the rest of the, like the moped community after like me, like you and your brother and you start hoarding and stuff? Well, it was, it was Ed and Ed's moped shop. I, I met him and then, kind of got connected with all the Omaha moped dudes. And then I don't know if it was rides that they had, if it was just a rally because Omaha rally, but yeah, rally of the corn. I remember those ones. I went to all of them and, or whatever they called return of the Derby rally of the corn. And that was like the start of it. And I started just going to those. And then Ed would also have, when he got a shop, he would have like build days or like free days on Saturdays and Sundays. It was just really fun. Cause you'd go and chill. Nice. But yeah, that was probably when I first got into like the community and all the people in Omaha. Yeah, like. Did you but find, then when I moved, what's that? I was just wondering, did you like find yourself like doing a lot of wrenching because you're collecting a bunch of bikes? But were you like, uh, had, yeah, had work on them, or were you like learning how to? Build uh, I worked on all of them. Uh, Ed Ed was a good resource though because I would ask him questions. But mm-hmm. I was, I've always been kind of mechanically inclined always work on cars prior to like mopeds i used to have a honda crx and i did the whole engine swap and obd zero to obd one and mm-hmm. redid the entire front end on that car and b series it usually has a b series engine so new motor mounts and all that stuff nice. so i wasn't afraid of doing things like that yeah. and mopeds were way cheaper and way <laughs> easier <laughs> so i can pull the motor out of my hands it was amazing yeah yeah so that's how that happened that's awesome but yeah that's like mopeds are like the perfect like learning thing, especially for that. You know, it's like if you want to get into wrenching and learn how to fix things, it's like well, mopeds a perfect like gateway because it's like it's all yeah. Easy I was so excited and like you can no it timing out. change. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I can buy a cylinder for like eighty to one hundred and forty dollars. This is like a no brainer. I could blow up five of these and still be okay with myself. <laughs> Like I, I, I literally have went through like six or seven Athenas on my first Hobbit. It was, yeah. it was terrible, was mainly like, because I was buying the sixty dollars ones from Amazon. But it's like I didn't shim the studs and the fucking things jiggling <laughs> all around. And you're like, oh. <laughs> what's an air leak? You know. <laughs> I remember when I first learned that you have to moto seal the intakes on Hobbits because that rubber is always going to leak on the reeds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, I think, a lot of the leaks. But then my first kit was actually a DR kit with a Hobbit, and it was my favorite one. Yeah, dude, DR kit's uh, solid still. Yeah, I beat the crap out of that thing, and it was great. And then Ed gave me a three-roller from a Derby, mm. and I remember we, like, milled it down, and that bike was just wheelie. It was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I love that oh. kit's super forgiving, too. It's like, it's cast iron. It's like, yeah, you seize yeah. it. You can seize it a thousand times. Just, like, have it's a, like, please seize me. Put another piston in it. Every time it yep. gets a little better because it's like, oh, less compression. Like maybe I won't seize this time, and then it does. And you're like, oh, put another piston in me. And like <laughs> it just runs. You forever. can only upjet so many times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dude, how was how was like the learning process for you? Like just like going through like because I know like that's like the I think the biggest part of like wrenching and working on mopeds is like the diagnosing, especially when you like fix bikes or build bikes for other people, or you're just like building your bikes over and over again, the time it takes you to find what the problem is. Oh God. It still is like still to this day, I still have issues with things and like, I'm always learning something new. And and the best part about that is the community. Like 
obviously I talk to a lot of people and I'll be like, Hey, I'm having this issue. Have you had anything similar? And you know, people will walk me through it or I'll walk people through issues also. And we'll just call and it's like, Hey, what do you think? What do you think? Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, you've all come to a conclusion and then you usually fix stuff. Yeah. Like I had one recently and it was the points. It was great. The spark was great. But for some reason, the point gap just needed filed just barely. And that's all the issue was. Mm-hmm. That was on a Grelly like six months ago. Yeah. <laughs> what would you say? Or like, you're like, say like you just got a bike in like, fresh bike not running just bought it what would be like your your first steps to like getting it running oh number one i always check for spark because if you have spark you're good to go but if you don't have spark then you have to figure out your issues is it an electrical is it condenser is it the points are bad like the wiring i mean there's a million things with the spark the carburetor obviously is important too and then the cylinder you need compression but yeah i always check for spark first are you like a, a real compression tester guy? Or are you like a thumb over the hole kind of guy? I have a compression tester. I only check compression when I have an issue. Um, cause like I can usually kind of tell, you know, just by hearing it. Um, but if there's an issue and it doesn't run well or it, I had this issue a year or so ago, I built this little blue pook maxi with those 14 inch wheels from Will Jensen. They're super sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not the point of this. The point of this is it had the pook Euro kit, the 47 millimeter with their head. Um, and it ran great, but for some reason I would go to kill it and it would continue to run. And it's kind of getting hot, and I had no air leaks because I would spray and do the compression test on that too. I have a leak down tester, mm-hmm. and then I realized that I had about two hundred and what was it fifty, sixty, seventy psi compression. So it was off the charts. Like it was dieseling. It would continue to run mm-hmm. <laughs> with Forever. the kill switch on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I ended up having to mill that head out and fix that. But after that, there's no issues with that bike. Nice. Or like some. But yeah. What are some of like the weirdest like uh problems you've found? Because like I've stumbled across a couple like weird ones sometimes. Like, you know, just like some carb that just like no matter how much you cleaned it, it just like wasn't it would never clear like some secret channel and, and you're beating your head against this carb. Like, oh, I mean shaws. You, you know? <laughs> always have to clean that freaking tiny hole on the bottom of the shaws. That happens so many times on me. Um because it just won't idle at all. And if you're running a shot on a pook, sometimes you got to drill that little hole or a derby. Um, one time I had the red derby and I did so many things to it. I rebuilt the ignition. I went through everything and the bike still wouldn't spark. And then I realized it was just a spark plug boot. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah. that was great. That was great. That was a good learner. I was like, I need to check boots from now on and do a continuity check on my boots. <laughs> So. Yeah, I've played that game where it's just like, all right, like, new bike. We got to see if this thing's going to spark. And I literally, all right, guys, we're going to start from the beginning. You know, you're like, <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah. we pull the hot wire off. We're like, this is the hot wire spark. You got to shock yourself <laughs> once too, right? Yeah, we're like, all right, this wire sparks. All right, cool. Does this, we put the boot <laughs> off. Does it come through the wire? Like, yeah, the wire works. Like, new boot. Like, yep, yep. Does the boot work? Like, <laughs> uh. Oh, that yeah. that's probably a good one too. Shocking myself, I did that recently too with a spark plug. I don't know how. I always shock myself. I do uh, like alarm and camera work daily for work, and uh, that's twelve volt, so it doesn't bother me. But yeah. I think a spark plug is anywhere from like six hundred to a thousand. But don't quote me mm. voltage. 
So it's, it doesn't feel good. I've seen people play that game where they're like, ooh, I got to light a cigarette. And they like, you know, dump a little <laughs> gas out of their bike, like light the fire light the with, cigarette. Their, with their spark plug. Yeah. Like, light the oh, cigarette. You're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it feels good. <laughs> oh. It's like just getting it done, you know? <laughs> yeah, just, just starting it up right there. That's all you got to do. Oh, what else? Did so you what love, is your what favorite you, bike? Oh, man. So is, is it the Fox? The Fox is awesome. Like, it's a great bike. I love it. I still think my Hobbit's like probably my favorite bike. Was that your first bike? No. So I had my first bike was a Modebikin. Oh, yeah. You said you yeah. said that one. Yep. You had yeah, it in the corner. Yeah. Non-running. I bought it for like. A hundred bucks from someone in Pennsylvania, like yep. you know, 2010 or 11 or something. Like, oh God, yeah. Like drove all the way to Pennsylvania to pick up my buddies because I was like, I had friends who were in the mopeds, and like they and like the Hell Stadiums were kind of doing their thing in Richmond, and so I was like, I saw mopeds all the time, and I rode fixed gears and bicycles, and I went to the same parties and went to the same concerts, yeah, same shows. So I was like running around the same circles with all these other people, and then like my friends were getting into mopeds. So I was like, uh, uh, but I was in the music and doing this other shit. And I was like, I don't have time for that. But then I kind of like looked at Moped Army a bunch <laughs> and like. I remember when I discovered Moped Army. Oh, wow. I was just lurking, dude. I was in the, I was in the fucking, I was the fly on the wall. Like just like, yep. you know, reading all the things like, just like I never, I didn't even find the general, the general discussion forum for like a year or something. I was only, <laughs> I was only looking at repair and performance. So like Fred's guide, yeah, like Fred's <laughs> guide, repair and performance. Like that's all I read, and I was just like, you know, looking at pictures and kind of seeing what bike I might be interested in. And then I found like this motorcane that looks sick, and it was this dude yeah. Peter from. Um, what color is yours? Uh, mine was orange. Oh was yeah, orange fifty V AV seven. Nice. I've been lurking this dude Peter from the Ghost Riders who had like this like he had two versions of it, but he had like you know the blue with the fucking rainbow stripe. Yep. And like he is AB10, all the bells and whistles of the time. And I was like, this is it. Like, if I build a moped, it's going to be this moped. Like, <laughs> exactly. So, like, you know, yep. found a bike, built it up, painted it on a sidewalk, like in the streets of Richmond. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah, brick sidewalk, all these like paint stains on it because I'm painting like on the street, <laughs> you yep. know, wrenching in my fucking grass, like on a sidewalk. Uh. Like, what color did you paint it? Uh, blue, of course. I was like, oh. I gotta be like this dude. I'm playing copycat. Hell yeah! Like, I have some pictures somewhere. Like it's like one yeah. picture of my bike. It's in like a Hell State in like rally, like you know, <laughs> after the rally kind of video or something. And it's yeah. a picture of my bike, like in the very last clip. Like it's like a camera sweeping oh. by it. So that I've like paused the video and screenshotted it before, like a long time ago. Like oh, that's my bike from fucking forever ago. Oh. I used to have like a side by side with with Peter's bike. Like, yep, here's my bike, and here's the bike I was copycatting. Like, <laughs> but it was rad. It was fun. Like, I just like all my knowledge about mopeds came from reading the internet. So, like, yeah. those those couple like I was like ninety five percent there. Like, yeah. there were a couple of things that I did poorly. Like, ooh, that was probably the wrong way to do it. But, like, you know, I didn't know any better. And then there were a couple of things. You got to learn somehow. Yeah, it's like, oh, these brake pads don't fit. 
Well, I have this thing called a Dremel. What are you going to do? Hell I'm yeah. Gonna, make, know, them <laughs> make them fit. I swear I've got some Hobbit ones, ones that were like too wide or something. I was like, I can make this work. Yeah, it's like, <sighs> someone told me I could buy a Dremel. Like, perfect. You, the Dremel was Fuck like, yeah. like, you have a hammer, right? You know, it's, you use it for everything. You know, the hammer's your only tool. So I was like, definitely using the big hammer the, <laughs> for like a lot of things that I didn't need to. And uh, that's my favorite tool, actually, is yeah. just a big hammer. <laughs> yeah. And it was, yeah. it was cool. Like, I got it together. It kind of it kind of ran. I remember, like, ri- r- working on that bike and, like, and like the whole rally passing my house. And I'm like, motherfucker. Like, I was so... What carburetor did you have? Was it a shop? Um, no, PHBG 19. Oh, damn. Big I, boy. I was doing all the things, man. I was, like, playing. Oh. I was, like, I was reading performance threads. Like, Fuck so, yeah, <laughs> dude. You know, like, looking at Tomahawk on, you know, oh, YouTube Oh, my videos. God. I'm Tomahawk. Like, <laughs> Hell, like, yeah. It's YouTube, gotta, isn't it? He was like, I got to do this. Like, I don't even want a translator. Fuck this guy. Like, he won't speak English. I know <laughs> oh, he God. Speaks English. Don't even start with that. Like, me and someone else are talking about that. He does everything in, in French now, which is whatever. That's yeah. cool, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, this one, this one's in English. Sick. And you see it. And then all of a sudden, all the English stuff was gone. You're like, you motherfucker. Like, <laughs> he did one recently that was like Tomos. And I was like, I know why he did this. <laughs> I know you can do it. You can speak English. No, you know. no, he can. <laughs> but it was like, I don't know. I was just doing all the things, dude. And like, I was, I don't know. I had the bike running and did all the stuff, but it never ripped like it should. And it kept overheating and kept doing this and that. And like, did you have a little party? Um, yeah, I had a little party. I did like a bunch of all the stuff, like glue it and you do the silicone and you do the fucking red Loctite and you do all, you know, I did all the things. Fuck yeah. You and have like, to, those rattly fucking yeah, things. Yeah, dude, I was down the path, dude. I, I was on the right path, uh, but I did not understand how to set timing. So oh. at the end, of the, at the end of the day, like that was my whole problem with my first bike. Like I did but all the stuff. timing tool. And I had a timing tool, but I did not know how to use it properly. And I was like, and my timing was always like so far off and I wasn't using a timing light or if I was, it was like my timing was still like 180 or something. Oh ridiculous. God. Yeah. So- you need a timing light, especially for the HPIs. I've had some that are up to like 60 degrees off yeah. from the firing line. Yeah. My shit was just so off. I just couldn't, I never figured that part out. And then like, I kept blowing it up and then like, I just like found like a hobbit. Like I found a couple hobbits, I because I was still uh, buying, I was still in the moped, so I started to buy, I started buying more. And I was living in of one, course. I was living in a one bedroom apartment, and I had five mopeds locked to a fence in my parking lot. <laughs> like I had just a bunch of chains, and I just had, oh all, my I had God. five mopeds locked to a fence in my big parking old, lot. Big chains, yeah, big chains locked Fuck to the yeah. fence on the sidewalk in the hood. Like, <laughs> uh, I was like, lucky to have a garage. I really was. Yeah, it was like, I don't know, like that kind of like helpfully, like that kind of led me to finding the rest of the scene here. Like I, I bought that one Hobbit and that Hobbit, all I did was like rewire it and it ran perfectly and did all the things. So I was like, cool, I had a bike that I could actually ride around and it wouldn't just like die on me. And yep. so I kind of went down a Hobbit rabbit hole and then I found someone who I knew. And it's so who, easy to go fast on a Hobbit. Yeah, dude. And that dude kind of knew like the other people in the scene. And he like introduced me to, to a bunch of other people, and then like next thing you know, I'm like, I'm in, and like the guy's got a garage, he's got a shop, and he's like, yeah, he's subleasing spaces, like bench space from people, and I'm like, dude, I have this bags locked to a fence, like, can I come in? And he's like, yeah, like a hundred <laughs> bucks a month or eighty bucks a month or something, and, and I you're had, like, fuck yeah, dude, 
And then I was in the community and I had a place to store my bikes and I had people who knew what they were doing and who could like point me in the right direction. And someone's like, oh, let me show you how to do timing. And the second motor can I built fucking ripped dicks. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Man, I didn't know how to do this shit at all. Like, you know. <laughs> Do you no longer have the first model became? No, like I have no clue. Uh, I, I wish I kept the first bike, but it's also I one know. of those things like you, you've had a lot of mopeds, so you understand how it goes. It's like I have it, it's had hard. so many bikes. Like you've probably had I more. have the original bike still. Yeah. I and wish. it's it's been transplanted though. Like the motor is on my grande frame now, but mm-hmm. I have the original I put like an S ninety seat and an S ninety tank on a Hobbit frame with the crossbar. Nice. So terribly welded. <laughs> Everyone made fun of me. It was great. But that bike would do fucking sixty and I was so proud of myself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you get to that point uh, though, like where like you start stacking up like as for anyone who's in mopeds, I'm sure you guys all know this. And if you're new to mopeds, you're going to learn the hard way. Yep. Uh, yep. As we buy all these bikes, for some reason, the parts associated with these bikes keep growing. And like, it's like rabbits. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's like, yeah, you, you have 10 bikes, but you have 20 bikes worth of parts that are just like piling up fenders, cylinders. Well, you need them, you know, just like, in case. Buckets full so of tell nuts my wife, and bolts and fucking wire and grips and you're like what is all this shit so every time we'd move from one garage to another like the pile of stuff that would end up in a scrapyard or a dump somewhere uh, like it's sad to think about like we're moped enthusiasts like we're the ones like keeping the like the mopeds you know really yeah. relevant and alive in the states but at the same time we're the ones who are like dumping buckets of OEM stock parts and <laughs> fucking trash bins. I keep everything. I'm a, a hoarder to the extreme, like especially like throttles and grips and controls. I love stock Magnum ones. They're my favorite. Like, so like I said, like the Richmond like shop for a while, like the group shop was our homies actually like moped shop. It was called yeah. fucking shred shed. So like our buddy Sean from black black had shred shed and nice. if you guys want to learn more about Sean, you can watch it, listen to that episode with Sean from Black Black and Shredshed. But yeah, so um, he fucking had like he kept everything. So he had like a, the file cabinets, you know, oh, got these scrap file cabinets. So it's like this file cabinet drawer is full of throttles. This one's full it was of filed. This wow, one, impressive. This one's full of you know wire, just like every wire from every bike you've ever taken apart, just like in a <laughs> drawer, you know, like. <laughs> It was just so much stuff, like, everywhere, bro. Uh, but it's nice, though, when you find a guy like that. I, I, I found a guy recently with all those factory motorbiking tools, mm-hmm. and he just had that and all this stuff. And it was just like, this is the guy that kept everything. Like, he had all these little screws for the side covers for Pook, oh, the original ones. That's crazy. And I was like, I was like fuck yes. Because <laughs> the new ones, you know, they work, but they just you tighten them too much, and they pop off every single fucking time. Like you just, it just takes space to hoard all this stuff. So it's like it does. It's one thing to store bikes. It's another thing to store like a bunch of side covers and plastics that you'll never use or seats that like you know are yeah apart. until you need them. Yeah, until you need them. That's all. Which the is issue. rare. As soon as you like get rid of some stuff, you like find that that's what you needed. Like that's fuck, the day you need it. I needed that left pedal arm from like you know. <laughs> exactly, your motor became because it's fucking metric thread. Yeah. <laughs> so what happened like uh, after you like uh moved like you had the spot with your brother you're like doing the whole so, yeah thing. so and we're in iowa you know it's 2020 i met my wife in 2019 at a rally in kansas city 
and we just met. We were just friends. And then uh, 2020 came along, and uh, I had to go pick up another hobbit, actually, in Kansas, where my wife lived, a little further south from where she lived in Topeka. And uh, I'm like, hey, I got to go pick up this hobbit. Can I hang out with you? Total trap. She, she <laughs> said yes, you know. And then that began the story of Dylan and Stephanie. Nice. And I picked up uh, I have a, a black 1983 Hobbit, but this one was just like a parts one, which I still have, which I someday will fix up and it'll be like our love Hobbit, you know. But yeah. that's another story. But uh, so I, I went went there and met my wife. Um, things went well. And then a few months after dating, it was actually kind of quick. And she's like, hey, my work wants me to move to California but I'll only go if you go with me. And I was like, well, shit. I was like, well, worst case scenario, I could just move back, you know? It's not a big deal. Just a couple grand, right? Yeah. And uh, I loaded up whatever I had, you know, 20, 30 mopeds or whatever I had at that time. <laughs> we had two uh, U-Hauls or whatever we had. And I just remember 24 hours going west to California. Dude, and we pet- had a tiny little garage. I, I downgraded into a smaller garage because mm-hmm. it's California, obviously. Yeah. Um, and then I, I moved here in 2020 and it kind of sucked because of COVID because the land squids are the large group out here. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, you know, they didn't want to do much for good reason. So it was kind of slow, but then I met some of the land squids. David Mazzara was one of them. And he's kind of like my main best friend out here. I would say there's a lot of guys out here that will probably be my best friend too. But Dave was one of the first and we'd hang out a lot. Remember one of the first bikes me and him were messing on was his Tomos trike that he got, his ice cream one. But uh started hanging out with those guys, and I kind of got in with their shop. They have a little shop, the Motomatic shop. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've heard Motomatic pipes. You got yeah, Nate yeah. and Mike Rafter. Yeah, we I had um, Rafter a couple, like a month ago. I love Rafter. He's a good man. Uh see him every once in a while. He rides bicycles, too. <laughs> but uh yeah, got the full, I, that was a full body suit dude fucking oh god look, looks like an old man on a sunday you know just out there I know. Being a weekend warrior he's such a badass i love him such a good guy uh and i got him at the shop you know i got all the fucking lathe and mill and all the cool shit there and just just having those guys too they're just they're all a great bunch of group of guys and then and we did ride knowledge and, goes fucking deep too oh yeah like i feel like it's, oh, yeah. that's like your journey through moped so far is like super unusual compared to a lot of people. Cause it's like, all right, <laughs> you already had mechanical background, you engine swapping fucking cars. Like yep. you, you're out the gates and it's like, Ooh, Ed's moped shop. Like Ed's like one of the few people in the moped community is like, yeah, like when I work on mopeds, I use a jig and I fucking yeah. <laughs> you weld your shit together straight. Like what? Like yeah, <laughs> you what? have a lathe. What? Like you can make parts. It's like, like there's like, very few people in the in the community of mopeds. Like I'd say less than fifty. Less, well, less than the 20. jig for all the derbies he's swapping. You know, yeah, he's done like a hundred derby swaps now. I swear to God, I don't know where the fuck he's getting all these derby motors from. He must know a guy in Spain or something. Yeah, I, I said for a long but, time that he's got like every derby like east of like the fucking Mississippi or something. Like yeah, west of Mississippi. no, I remember <laughs> when I like first met him and like I think he got a derby or had a derby rider on the time I met him, and then like he went deep, and then I remember his race bike, and like I had a race Hobbit. And his 50cc race bike was basically as fast as my 70cc kit. I was like, what the fuck is this bullshit? <laughs> I was like, derbies are fucking cheating scooters. I was like, this oh, is yeah. stupid. Hobbits, and then I, and then I bought a derby. Che- che- <laughs> all dual variants cheater bike, dude. 
Uh, well, let's let's calm down. We got Vespa in the chat room here somewhere. <laughs> Vespa's not a I love bike. talking Come shit on, on Vespa. Uh, I just feel so bad, you know, if there's three studs and stuff holding the cylinder on. Tom's fucking Vespa is the fastest bike in Richmond. Like, <laughs> is it is it a Simonini or what is okay, he got on it's it? It's a Simonini, but <laughs> okay, okay, that's not a Vespa. That's that's Simonini. I mean, you're comparing apples and oranges. It's a it's, Simonini is fucking badass. I will agree on that one. Um, but yeah, and then just being out here has been great. I love it out here. You, you can ride almost year round. Like it's ridiculous. So that's been nice. Yeah. Oh. So, dude, so you yeah. moved out there, like, in the middle of a fucking pandemic, like. <laughs> yeah. And I but, was like, fuck it, I want to do no lad mopeds. I was like, there's no one really doing work out here that I knew of. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of work. And I was like, you know, I'll just start a little thing and do a little part-time thing, you know? Yeah. So, just started doing that, and I've had a good amount of customers. It's been kind of surprising. Had you come up one with a name? You know, everyone uh, loves that game. My wife came up with that. Uh, that comes up with everything. She's the brains behind the operation. Um, I don't know how we came up with it. Honestly, it's kind of funny. There actually is a nomad camper at uh, the moped uh, shop that the landscapes have. And it, it wasn't even related to that, but it's kind of funny. I wonder if she saw it and then it just came in her head. But, um, so yeah, we have the shop and we have that. And I do, I do a lot of the work out of my house though, for the yeah. most part. But if anything hardcore, I do it at the shop. Um, what else? So you like, uh, is it like you do like repairs and for those who don't know either, like this is no man mopeds is like his, like an little business side project hustle thing, you know? Yep. Like, yep. Yep. The, it's a business. I do my taxes. Mm, uh, there's a lot of us don't, you know, you're, you're legit. <laughs> he went well, straight. <laughs> I just, I wanted to do it just so I have, you know, it, it just feels the right way to do it. And I, and I would rather not get in trouble. And with all this stupid shit they've been doing lately with, you know, over $600, I was like, fuck it, just do it. (laughs) Yeah. Get the tax permit thing and just do it right and just have it. And honestly, it's not bad because you can do a lot of tax stuff. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know, uh, and then what was I going to go on with that? So then I moved here and, you know, I wasn't really sure and, you know, no one knew anything. So I just started the Instagram, started the website, started a few other things. And then I've had like a few good customers, like where I do repairs for them. And I've had done a couple of builds for one specific person, Elias. Uh, he's, we've done a lot of cool bikes, actually. I remember one time when I, like, one of the first bikes I did for him was a complete build. He brought me a Pinto and it was, you know, a crusty little silver Pinto and we powder coated it and did everything. And. Now I think we have, do we have a Euro kit on it? But it's just super sick. I'll just send you something about that. But we we did the whole thing on that bike. And then we did a Gila Magnum, done all that other stuff too. But yeah. Yeah. How do you, how do you feel about the, the hustle dude? Cause like I've, we've all like dab, dipped our toe in there. I know Conan, oh, mopeds, he's like, he does a shit all the time. There's very few moped shops in the country that are like, that's what they do. And they've been like consistently doing it for years, you know, shout out magic touch, second stroke, fucking all, you know, moped in Chicago for a long time. Like there's a bunch of them out there, but like, it's a pain in the ass, like- bro. Like I've, I did it for like years is like, just like, you know, like side hustle, extra money. Like, cool. Like I said, if I wanted to keep my money in mopeds, it's like, well, I'll fix something for someone else. And that gives me money to like, go play with for my moped. Like, it's yeah. never like, it was always just like, I mean, like, not like 
make myself poor buying too many bikes for myself, you know? Exactly. But it was always I, a pain in the ass. It is. You you don't make money, to be honest. Like I enjoy buying bikes. This is gonna sound funny. From Dose and just buying bikes from them and then just selling them cheap, you know, anywhere which to me and you is probably two different things. Like out here it's anywhere from six to twelve hundred dollars for a good running bike. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing special, not always rebuilt to rebuild if it's, you know, in the higher end usually. Um, but that's what I like to do because repairs, a lot of people don't like to pay for repairs. I have had people, you know, do it. I've had a fair few guys. I had this one guy reach out to me through my uh, website and we, he had, he had a Pook Maxi that he got from 1978 and we only rebuilt it and did it all up and things like and rips, nice. but those are far and few in between. Yeah. Um, because a lot of people just want it to get going and want a little guidance, which I totally understand. Um, but it costs but yeah. you to pay double to watch. Yeah, that's that's definitely true. <laughs> oh God! I think my homie had a sign on the wall for that one in his shop. It was like, all right, like you know, repairs cost this much, but but it costs double to watch me do it. Yeah, well, I think, and then like a lot of the moped shops that do. And are still doing well. I feel like they don't do just mopeds. Like mopeds is like a small little speck yeah. of what they do. You need some e-bikes. And like they do scooters, they do e-bikes. <laughs> hell yeah! Um, and I feel like that's the biggest thing. And having like a walk-in place is the next step. But yeah. that's that's out because that's expensive here. Yeah. So I don't know. But I like Pike's powder coating. Like they were doing Pike's motorcycle stuff. They did a lot of moped things, and now he's like. He's totally done with mopeds for the most part. Like he's like, we do motorcycles and scooters or whatever. Because it's like it's so hard. Because it's like yes, people expect to spend you know three to six hundred dollars buying a moped, and when you tell them yeah. it's going to cost you know three to five hundred dollars to fix your moped, they're like, what? You know, they don't they don't want to they don't they won't yeah. bite that bullet. No. <laughs> I mean, and and three to six hundred dollars is like a non-running drunk moped out here. Like yeah. it's. It's ridiculous. How, it's like, gonna need like six hundred dollars worth of work. Oh my god! Yeah, like I, I recently got a little bike, and you know, it paid you know three hundred for it or whatever. You dump six hundred in parts in it, and then you sell it for a grand, and you're like, okay, did I make anything on this? Yeah, no. But it's fine. <laughs> it's it's worth it somehow. I think. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like, I was like, you know, I'm like, yeah, I bought it for this much, and I sold it for this much, and like, I always like forget, like, you know, the amount of money that went into it or the time that oh, went yeah. into it. Like, I, I definitely always write off the time. There, the time doesn't exist because it's like, yeah, you're always when I, when I write down the time, time. <laughs> it's it's scary. Like, I, I do like charge like based upon the hour generally, mm-hmm. but like if I'm sitting there and I'm trying to figure it out, I, I can't charge you for that. Yeah, like you know, I'm trying to learn and try to figure it out. Like I try to do like straight rates for the most time. Like mm-hmm. this is what this costs. This is what this costs. Yeah. Just Power to be fair. I think that's how I set when I was doing it for a while. Cause I was like, I got to write this shit down. At least have like some kind of structure to it or else I'm yep. never going to, it won't be repeatable. You know, like I, I had like one or two people that would always like every summer they bring their bike back and we'd be like, cool. Like I need a tune up for these for the summer. Cause they ride yeah. it beat it into the ground everything's falling apart by the end of the fucking summer and then they park yeah they park it all all winter (laughs) you know and they bring it back to you in the spring like hey like can you get my bike straight and i'm like all right well (laughs) you're the the throttle cables thrashed again like you don't have Uh, a brake lever like you know you wrecked it into something like (laughs) yep both the wheel wobbles real nice the fork uh, fork nuts loose so whenever you break it 
forward yeah. and backwards, and you're like, that feels safe. Yeah. So I used to always just play it. I was just like, all right, cool, like 50, 25 bucks or whatever, if you need me to pick it up. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll go, I'll come grab it, 25 to pick it up, 25 to drop it off, like, you know, yep. 60 an hour, but like the first hour is covered. You know, if I fix it in the first hour, you don't owe me shit, you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's it's taken care of in the shipping and receiving. Yeah. But then, like, you're no. always, like, the stuff where it's just, like, if it's going to take me longer to figure it out, I'm going to tell you just buy the part. <laughs> yeah. Like, I go to it, and I see, like, it's a motobacane with a stock ignition. I just had a buddy reach out to me. He actually just bought a motobacane, mm-hmm. so it's funny that you had one, too. And I'm like, fuck. He's like, what? I was like, this is what you need. I was like, you need a shot. You need to change that ignition out. What else do you do on motor McCain and the motor mounts? <laughs> I was like, your motor mounts are going to be shot. I guarantee that. He's like, I want to make it fast. I was like, don't. Don't. <laughs> All right. You want to make it fast? Cool. Give me $3,000. And you're like, what? Yeah. Like, I was well, like, you see, uh, the the $1,500 is going to cover the first build. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I have a Magnum coming up. We can make that fast. That's easy. It will last you a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and purposely jetting rich. That's what I do a lot too. Yeah. Especially if it's not my bike. I'm like, I'm going to make it rich for them. Yeah. Especially when it's a fresh build too. You're like, all right, cool. Like, this is rich. Like, you're going to send it down the road. You're just like, yeah, you're going to foul some plugs. Keep, keep a spark plug going. Yeah. But and, yep. like, and like, we'll like down jet it in a couple months or like a couple, couple gas tanks. And then you just never down jet it for them. You just leave it, <laughs> you just leave it rich forever. But, but they take the air filter off anyways after they leave. You know that. So they're like, this makes it sound way louder and cooler. <laughs> so Uh-oh. you've been in the game, like fl- flinging bikes, you know, doing some swaps, doing some sales, doing some repairs. Like what, what have been like the, your favorite bikes that you've like purchased and bought or like owned over the years? Like, for like oh, fixing and selling them and slinging all, you the, know. The, been my through. favorite bike to get in to like work on is obviously the easiest one a pook maxi or anything pook because you can do those in your sleep um but like my favorite bike to work on ah like that i enjoy the most would be almost any variated bike but but hobbit holds a special key to my heart because i've always loved hobbits and i know how to make them fast First, you remove the carburetor and you put it out the side so you don't have to take it off every fucking time. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. I like that. I remember my first, like, Hobbit and just having to pull the carb out all the time. And, like, I, I didn't know any better. And it was like when they, when they finally started making intakes, it came out the side. You're like, what? Oh, my oh. God. Like,. I think Heaven I have my sent. first one from like Joe's. No, no, it was a, it was a, what's the, what's it called? The ones that are never flat. Um, MLM. Mm. <laughs> I have the VM 18 on the Hobbit and I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. I the air filter off every time I pedal, but it was so sweet. Um, and it was so fast. I just really liked it. I did run the stock carburetor for a long time though. I had an 80 jet in with the Proma. And then I think you go up to around a 90 on the stock keen with a DR kit, but I can't remember, to be honest. Mm. Maybe it was an 86. Or like, yeah. uh, and the bikes that you that you bought, which which ones have you kept that are like your keepers? Like bikes you're like, you know, like that's <laughs> your bike. You're not letting me go. <laughs> uh, I have a lot of bikes. I have a, <laughs> a large amount of bikes. Um, I have a lot of favorites. So my first Hobbit, I have the frame port still, the motor's on there. I actually sold 
my first V1, which is a Minerali Motron. I love that bike. I sold that to Mikey Provolone, and then he sold it to someone else. It, I installed like the red giant Nisa seat on it from Treatland. Mm. It like you could flip it up and you could fit like a 12 pack inside that thing. Mm. It was amazing. Um, I still have a Chow that my buddy Isaac Piper uh, redid for me because I can't get rid of it because he did stuff to it. I'm really sentimental. Like if someone that I knew worked on it or anything, I have to have it. Like, uh, I don't know if you ever knew Kevin Mueller. Uh, I know the name, but I, I can't remember. He's, he's a, he's a homie out of the Midwest. He recently passed away a few months ago now, I believe. And he was known as orange Robin on, uh, Moped Army. Total troll. I fucking love the dude. <laughs> um, but I was talking to Ryan today, and he has an orange robin with, like, the setup Kevin would have done. And I'm like, okay, sold. I was like, whenever you're coming to California, just fucking bring it with you. Yeah. So, like, anything sentimental, I have to have it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I have a lot of, like, the original bikes that I purchased. And that's a lot of them. Yeah. I have a 1983 Hobbit. I got that one also in Kansas City. is one of my favorites. I have the AV88, AV42. Both of those don't run. Um, a lot of those bikes are ones that I would keep, like the Suzuki Max with the M101. I have a Fantic Joy. I have my Vespino that's cream-colored. Mm-hmm. What else? I got the Red Derby. I got a White Derby. I got my Senda. I got a lot of bikes. Yeah, There's way more than that. Yeah, this is like this know? is like the tip of the iceberg, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, and I just, I don't know. I can't get rid of stuff. Ooh, I have a couple of gyros too. Oh man, <laughs> you ever rode a gyro? Oh yeah, they're fun. Uh, I have like the short one. It's the eighty, was it two or three? The NN, I think NN fifty, and it just feels like a jet ski on land, but you're a little drunk. But yeah, you don't want to go over 30. And I definitely kitted and put a promo on one and it does not feel safe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? I just finished that V1 build that I'll be selling that one, that little Beretta Magnum. I got a buddy who wants that. So that bike's actually pretty sick. Yeah. It has one of those new dose kits on it. And those are basically like Pelinis and they rip. That's all. But yeah, I don't want to go in my garage because I'll just look at all the bikes and I'll start naming them all. <laughs> But I'm sure there's a bunch of them. Like I feel good. Oh, I just that had I an NS50 downgraded. the other day. Oh, that's nice. Oh yeah, I've always wanted one, and I got a, a bike from Turbo recently. I got that SDV2. That's it. Like I've always yeah. wanted the NS50, but like I rode it a couple. I've rode them a couple times. I rode Conan's. I rode some other guys once, and uh-huh. I was just like. Conan's ribs. Like yeah, it rips. And I was like, I just can't bring myself to buy it. Like it's such like I want it because I like. I love the way it looks and I'm just like, Oh, this thing's rad. And like, but you like, have to have one. It's such a hard, like, you know, how it goes, you start buying too many bikes. Like you, like you already have. And like, and I get stuck with all these bikes that I don't ride or I'm not riding them. Enough. And you can't like, go into your garage. Yeah. yeah I know. It's like, you just look at them and like, Oh, like you I just need I, to build a shelf. Oh, I you already have it. a shelf. Yeah. It's like, I already have a shelf. The shelf's full. And like, you're like, damn it. Like I, <laughs> I cover all of mine up. They're all like behind like flags, you know, like, Oh yes. Yeah. I, can't, I can't actually see them. Like, and it's like, I love them. And it's like, and I get that sentimental like attachment to them, but at the same yep. time, I'm like, dude, if if you love them, let them go. Like, you know, that's yeah. what, that's the vibe I've been on lately. It's like, dude, like this G, this Grand Prix that I haven't ridden in three years, it's just a roller. In the oh, corner. you have a bad of this? I sold it already. I oh my it. god, that's, bought, that's another list bike. Like, I need, I know they're terrible, but I want one. 
It was on my bucket list. It was one of the ones I had to have, and I just like we, your Cobra. We found it, and we we found two of them, and it was but it was in a package deal, four bikes. So we spent yeah. a lot of money, and we bought. Four. These weren't the gold ones, were they? I bought a. It was we had a gold one and a blue one in the deal. We oh. had a gold one, a blue one, a rigid Chow, full Molossi build, and a um and a and a Moby Seven, and I bought them. Oh. From, I bought them from a hot and ready. Sight unseen, just as up for like pictures on Instagram, and we sent him the cash, and and I was like, cool, I'll get some, I'll get one of the homies in Blackback from my Grand Rapids to like scoop them or something, and we'll pick them up like at a Michigan rally or something down yeah. the, down the road. Don't worry about it. And then I come to yeah, find just out hold on to them. Yeah, hold on, like you don't hold them for a little bit. I'll have someone in the club or whatever pick them up in the Midwest, and like, we'll get them later. And then like I find that um the dude we bought them from. There was hot and ready, lived in Chicago, had moved to the fucking West Coast. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> or like Denver or some shit. And we're just like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super <laughs> and like, far. And I was like, super far, like at least 25 hour drive or, or further. And I'm just like, God and damn it. And you're like, fuck. I was like, God damn it. Sorry, dudes. Uh, these bikes are further away than I thought they were. And yeah. they, they sat out there for like, you know, six months or something. We we're like, yo, like, oh, yeah. We kind of like work some shit out. And like the homies, like, from like Black Black were driving out from Denver to this New Orleans rally. And like, you know, they had fucking prospector, one dude in the club fucking driving and everyone else was flying or some bullshit. <laughs> and we're like, all right, listen, like, I need Go you to pick just, it up, bro. Yeah, bro. I need, you, I need you to scoop up four extra bikes. And by the way, yep. two of them are rare and made of plastic. Like, <laughs> so be very careful. Get a blanket. Yeah. So, like, you know, we got them in and I wanted the gold uh. one, but my buddy was like, dude, I'll do anything to have the gold one. And I was like, all right, like and you get the gold one, I get the parts. Fuck yeah! So I got the good blue parts. is the way to go, dude. He, I got the good parts and the blue one. He got the the gold one and like stockered out, and then like yeah, yeah. Then it went down the rabbit hole like for a while. Like I fucking, I was like, yeah, I'm in black, black, and I fucking bomb mine black. You know, no. <laughs> we fucking mur- uh, we, we murdered I'm gonna go it cry out. now. <laughs> we murdered it out for the butt hurt. You know, just like ah, oh, yeah, no, <laughs> like, I get it. Like you know, fuck everyone. Ha ha. We we took uh, a square bike. We painted it black. Fucking maze. <laughs> That's like, all I can think about. <laughs> we're like deal with it. <laughs> you know, but yeah. it was great. Like it was a fun bike. It was it was 103. Like it's 103. Yeah. 103 oh, I love Peugeots. It was fast. It did all the things. It sounded cool. Like it was like it's smaller than you think it is. Like yeah, I'm, I'm and the tank dude. is hilarious too. Yeah, the tank's funny. Like it's under the seat. It's all. It's a weird. Yeah, spot. it's a little like one or half gallon thing, isn't it, or something like that. I love like the storage ca- capabilities of it. It's like yeah, like it's not good for like large things, but like you put a hoodie in there and like a yeah. tool bag and like a fucking uh, someone else's jacket. You put so much stuff in there. Cause the whole top, oh, part, God. the whole top section is all trunk. So it was, that was really fun. But Do you have any scooters besides the Peugeot Fox? I mean, you probably don't count that as a scooter. No, man. Dual variated, man. It's fucking moped. Right? <laughs> I say that too. Uh, moped yeah, or pier- pyramid no whale pad. all the time. No pet. I don't have pedals, but you know, <laughs> Uh, I have a Honda Dio. You know, I'm there. Mm-hmm. Dude, right, the that's a scooter. Sick, dude, so many people sweat. Dude, Dio's. I love my Dio. Like, Dio's are like those crazy scooters, and you can make them rip so hard. And it's like, I have a buddy who's obsessed with them. He's like, ah, like he's in the, he's a moped dude, but he's like, dude, I'd do anything to buy this fucking Dio. And fuck, fuck they're, yeah, they're dude. sick. They rip. 
I, I got one like a year ago, right when my, my son was born. And, uh, I remember I actually bought two, one for me, one for the wife. And, uh, hers was running a stock and mine had the crank was broken in half inside mm. of the engine. I don't know how. Um, so I had to rebuild it. Oh no. So I did a full rebuild, put the, it was messy or MHR or something like that, cranking it. They're like, it's safe up to 16,000 RPMs. And then did the, was it the Corsa or whatever the lower kit is? Mm-hmm. But that bike is just ridiculous. It'll wheelie, does like, does like 50, 60. It's just a monster. I love the bike. And you can fit a helmet underneath the seat. Yeah. Like, come on now. Like I got, um, so I told you I have two dose bikes. Like my, I have the Fox, which was sick. Like it was like an engagement gift from like the moped like, homies. So like they surprised yeah. me with it, like imported like a two day shipping or something from, from, from those. So I was like, what? Like crazy. Like surprised me. So that you guys are sick. close to dose though, aren't you? Yeah. We're like, we're not that far. Like I think they're fucking 16 hours or something like oh, that. Not like, bad. Not super far. Maybe, maybe a little less, but like, yeah, not bad. And then, um, and then I have um, Charlie Buzzard's Derby Derby box. Oh, so that, uh, that's got the crazy storage on the seat too. You can fit like a whole helmet like under the seat. Yeah, I just got a Derby in the my friends. I was working on the Derby Aventura. Ooh, yeah. I don't know if you saw that thing, it's yeah, the, the start three motor. Thing. It's ridiculous. That bike is so fast. They can do like fifty with a pipe. That's crazy. And they like, I love that they legit just look like a scooter. <laughs> like they're like, oh, it's a giant. It is. It's a giant scooter. The, the most scooter-looking mopeds, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's no pedals, but it's it's basically a moped. It's just like the other motors. Oh. What I've always I, wanted a DS50. I was like, wait. Well, yeah, I was about to ask you. It's like, what bikes are like ones? Because you've had so many. You had different like styles and models and builds. Like, which ones have you not got? Like, what's on your bucket list? Oh god, the bucket list, like the Batavis. I need to have one of those. I have a few derbies. Uh, I would like one of the RD fifties uh, someday. Mm-hmm. I don't need it. I really want a Laguna. You got to have a Laguna. Um, I have to get a Cobra someday. I have all the parts to make it besides the tank, but you can get the repop tank because I don't want to pay Cobra prices. <laughs> um, what else? And then a lot of the dose bikes. I love all those dose bikes that they have. Like I have a lot of them now, but there's always more. Yeah. <laughs> like they always come up with more. It's like a fantastic sprinter. It's such a hard bullet to bite though. It's like it's like you have to be ready at the yeah. top of a dime to be like, ooh, fire and like and and pull the trigger and buy like a two thousand dollar moped. <laughs> yes. Or you have to like bother them and yeah, like, like I do probably like, when you get this I want it like yeah if you find one of these <laughs> I'm on the list like, like yeah is there a sign up yeah. sheet like can I can I can I be oh, on the list you know there, there, there's <laughs> a long list and, you, and they're like yeah you're not important Dylan but we'll email you every once in a while and I'm like thank you I love you guys dude like please come to our rally QCB came out with <laughs> came came through with those fucking Motrons or whatever that they got from Dose have you seen those uh. Dude. Yeah, is it the big giant fairing? Oh, I, uh, oh, drooling, I don't know if man. I should say this out loud, but I actually have a Malibu 50 I got from Dose. Oh, man. And it's in pieces, and I have everything to put it back together, and it's going to be a four-speed. They did, like, 55 stock. It is black with the yellow shocks. It's just, it's sweet. Mm. I just I'll send you some pictures dude, of I just, it. I just noticed, looking at your the picture of your derby, that, like, like I think the rear section like the trunk taillight rack, like that whole like thing. I think it's the exact same rear section as the box. 
Really? The Aventura? Yeah. Yeah. I, it might be. Yeah. That's a friend's bike, actually. I'm like, damn, Derby, fucking just repopping all your shit. Like- <laughs> <laughs> you know, they did. Fuck yeah. I think it had, because I was working on some wiring stuff, and, and I'm literally, I, I couldn't find anything, but I found Revolution wiring, which is, you know, the variant Revolution. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's literally looks very similar. It was funny, though, because to make the lights work, you have to have yellow go to brown. And it's like, what? It doesn't make sense. (laughs) But to the taillight or something weird. No, it's for the ignition switch because we were doing that. And I was like, yellow goes to brown and that's how you make it. The lights work. And I was like, what? Like I was reading through the schematic and I I do a lot of that kind of stuff for work. So it's pretty easy. But I like found the revolution one and I was like going through. I'm like, this makes no sense, (laughs) but it works. Why would they change so. colors? Why are you guys deceiving us? Well, like, you think brown is ground and yellow is like, you know, it's AC, but it's positive or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> or hot, I guess you'd say. Yeah. <sighs> Dude, but yeah. Have you been like hitting any other rallies? I know you said you did like a bunch of like the rally of the corn stuff and the Oh, God. Stuff, but like, what else yeah, have you gone so out to? We did the rally of the corn ones. I'd always go down to the Kansas City ones. I do the pumpkin patch ride that they have in Lawrence. Um, actually met my wife at one of those two before we were together. And then I'd go up North to Keystone, South Dakota, to the South Dakota boys. I love those guys. I'd go up North also to Minnesota, Minneapolis area and go to their rally. I went to that DuckTales one. That one was sweet. <laughs> um, and I would actually, when I lived in the Midwest, I did a lot of the same job where I did cameras and alarms and stuff. And I'd go up North to Minnesota for like a week or two at a time for work. And I'd just go hang out with the casserolers. Yeah. Those dudes are killing it up there. I, I love how they are and what they do. I love because how consistent they, they are, dude. They are. And they have like fix it every Wednesday or the, usually. And then Thursdays they have the rides and it's just, it's a great community out there and they're a great bunch of dudes up there. Yeah. Like yeah. Our- and the city boys are sweet too though. Yeah, I love any scene that's like that's really like holding down like that. Like we got so like sloppy with it here, you know. Yeah. We were doing like for a long time, for years, years, dude. We had every Monday, like every uh, Monday was our moped Monday, and like you know, you you could have a mini rally out of nowhere. It'd be like, cool, we got fucking twenty five <laughs> riders tonight, and on, on some random yeah. Monday, just like because because uh, everyone knew what was going, like when it was happening. Yeah. It was always a blast, and like we'd always like grill out at the shop afterwards, or like go to some cool Fuck bar. Yeah. Like tonight, we're going to like the last dive bar in Richmond. There's gonna be cigarettes yep. inside. Like <laughs> all, all the burgers and fries are gonna get chiseled out of the fucking deep freezer oh, first. God. Like <laughs> Remember when I went to the Minnesota, they do like the ride on Thursday, and I went to like the shittiest bar ever, and it was like right before they were closing. And I swear to God, there was wax paper in the burger, and I was like, this is fucking great. I love yeah, it. That place. Dude, that place was so fire. Dude, we go there on our little ride. We'd end there, and it'd be like they had like the most beat ass like shuffleboard table. Like the, the, you get a burger, a fry, and a drink. It would cost five dollars even. Like a pool yeah. table. Like it was. You can't do that anymore. Yeah, it was like they're just like old and run down, but they but they were staying true to the to the game. Yeah. You know? We try to do rides like every other week here. Uh, uh, the land squids do. Mm-hmm. Um, how consecutive we are with that is not always, especially when it's hot because we're like, shit, no one wants to ride. <laughs> or if it's too cold, the land squids can't come out after like 50 or 60 degrees. It's too cold for them. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm over here Midwestern wearing shorts year round. They're like, what's wrong with this kid? <laughs> but he hasn't, he hasn't caught one yet. <laughs> yeah, no. 
but we try to do rides here. It's hard though. I think after COVID, it really it did a lot of stuff to people. So, yeah. but it's, it's, it's coming. I think it's getting better yeah. and we're doing more and more. We're having a swap next weekend. Uh, it. not we, but some, some of the guys are. Mm-hmm. So I have a little two stroke swap me. I think we're doing a little ride after that. Nice. So, and then we have our rally coming up. I'm sure yeah. you, I this think I told you about this it. This year's the national rally, dude. Lance Glaze, oh National Rally, September 1st through the 4th, guys. Don't blow it. Uh, oh, my God. I can't wait to break down on Friday Night Ride. It'll be me and Steve Rosen <laughs> leading. He has a bye bike. Oh, I didn't tell you about that. Oh, we true. got Steve Rosen a bye bike. So, yeah. Stock, it does like 40-something. It's, it's ridiculous. Like, it's like, what's that make now? Like, fucking four in the country, five? Oh, <laughs> uh, God, yeah. I remember it, I was on the list, you know, and I was like, my, my buddy wants this. We need to do this. And then I got it. It was actually really depressing because I got the buy bike and it was a, I think it was a Dutch model one that they got. Mm-hmm. And I swear to God, the exhaust port was eight or 10 millimeters. Damn. <laughs> and then it had like a 12 millimeter PHVA. And I was like, I've never seen something this small. And they're like super restricted over there. Mm-hmm. So Dose hooked it up. They overnighted like two days. Some dude had a good used buy bike cylinder, sent it to me with gaskets. Ooh. I was like, I fucking love Dose. Yeah. And plopped it on, put a 17 PHVA, and uh, you have to do a big mouth pipe, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, the buy bike or derby. And then we did that, and that bike fucking rips. Did I respect the buy bike, dude? Like, QCB got theirs, and they did it on the pinball last year or the year before. The year before. Yeah. The Tale of the Dragon year. And, like, they killed it. They did the whole thing. It did bike great. Bike head oh, it off, does it. Like, electric start, kickstart yep. or whatever. The kickstart is broken on ours, actually. <laughs> brand, brand new moped. It's like. They're talking about doing them again, actually. It's so weird, dude. Um, it's like it's so hard because it's like at one at one side, it's the two sides of the coin or whatever. You know, it's like, dude, it's like, well, if you already own a derby, why would you buy a buy bike? You know, like I don't. It's need brand a, new. You know, like, you can't like get a, new mopeds anymore. Like, do I need a brand new moped when I already have a derby uh, yeah. that I could rebuild? I mean, or do I buy this brand new, clean, fresh, never been touched, like two miles on it moped? You know, exactly. I don't know. And like me and Dust have been talking a little bit in the past about like if they do bring him back or talk to who is it who makes bye bike I can't remember their name Ryu because um, they're talking about it again and it's like well, what can we sell them for like what will people actually pay so we were going through with that and it's it's just hard because you have to have it similar to like another class of moped like fifty the scooter yeah. I'm like I feel like it has to be like right around there and it has to be customizable like the buddy fifty is yeah. so. So I was like, what's the but, price, dude? Like, what would you, like, I could pay, I could see myself, you know, spending a thousand dollars on it, you know, oh God. maybe 1200 yeah. you know, no, dude. Moped, I mean, but it's like <laughs> the Tomos were 18, 19 when they were sold. Remember? I know, but like, even then, and it would have like, to be, just, it would have to be right around there. I know. And I didn't either because I was like, that's ridiculous. I yeah. sold a whole bunch of them. That's like a moped so person like me, I was like, yeah. fuck no. That's why it's so hard because it's like, damn, it's like, well, they're it's so expensive, but it's like, or I could just buy someone's like you buy, you know, a decent derby for a thousand bucks and like yep. and put like five hundred dollars worth of parts in it, and then you'd have a aftermarket built the way you wanted ripper, you know. True. It's it's so Plus, hard. The only thing that sucks with derby, which is the same thing with buy bike, is parts. Parts, parts, parts. Yeah. Where are you gonna find parts? And you can find some derby parts, buy bike parts are very hard to get. Mm-hmm. They they do have some, Dose can get you some, but like 
parts are super important. And it's probably easier to get derby parts than buy bike parts right now. True. I believe so. But who knows with all those Spanish guys, they might start hoarding them all and not selling them to us anymore. Yeah. <laughs> dude. So what are your, uh, what are your, what are your plans with mopeds, dude? You know, what do you got going on this year besides, uh, the national rally? Well, besides that, just, I don't know. They have a couple of rallies coming up. I think up, is it Seattle or is it, who is it? There's one up north for me. I can't remember who it is, but I don't think I'll be able to make that. It's just too tight with my schedule right now. Besides that, I'll just be slanging mopeds. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I know there's like a, oh, yeah, Puddle Cutters is coming up soon. That's that what guy. it was, Puddle Cutters, yeah. yeah. Puddle Cutters, yep. Portland, Oregon, June 23rd through June 25th. So that one's like yep, that's right around the corner. It is. It's two weeks. Yeah. So I just, I know next weekend we have that swap meet and then it's just, it's hard, especially with the baby and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, feel that. <laughs> like, I just got, uh, I just got handed off the rock right now, dude. And I like, <laughs> yep. I'm on, the, no. I'm on the night duty. So I just got, I just got the pass off. Like he, oh. won't, like, he won't go to sleep here. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I've had those. I think ours is asleep, but I don't want to go inside cause I'm kind of afraid at this point. Yeah. <laughs> what time is it? It is uh, seven. Yeah. He should be asleep. It's ten ten here, dude. Like, and he was in a pool. I know. Like, he should definitely be asleep, but he's like, when does he usually go to bed? Like, try to get him in bed like eight, eight thirty, nine. Like, you know, you said nine months, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it's like it's tricky because he'll like you'll it he'll, is he'll fall asleep and then as soon as you put him in there, then he wakes up and you're like, God damn it. And he won't just it, like, what, <laughs> he won't just stay asleep. <laughs> no, and he's tossing and turning now too, so it's real hard. Yeah, he'll wake himself up. <sighs> he'll start like getting into stuff. Then he's like ramped up. He's like ready to like, oh, let me crawl yeah. and get into stuff again. I'm here. Hell yeah! And I'm like, yeah, just eat this bottle, bro, and like chill. Yeah. <laughs> no, hell no. <laughs> I want to ride moped, Dad. Exactly. Uh, Dude, my favorite part of- is when I go out to the bikes, uh, my son will grab the throttle and he'll go, boom, 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 yeah. and I'm like, fuck, yes. Yeah. That's my boy. <laughs> Dude. Dude, we were just no. at, like, we went to this, the place we went swimming today. Like, the buddy's got, um, they have like 17 acres and like they took us like rude and Thomas's uh. fucking four wheel drive van, like through the woods, like on trails and shit. And I'm like, he's got like two young boys. I'm like, dude, where are the boys dirt bikes at? And they're like, man, we just sold the dirt bikes. Neither one of them would ride them. And, and we're like, what? what? You, got, you got 17 acres of just woods and trails behind, no. behind your house. And you want just go rip around like every, uh. every single night for no reason. Like, <laughs> I had a four wheeler in my childhood and I was on that thing every single day tearing shit up. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> thank God I didn't have a, a motorcycle. I would have wrecked it, but yeah, for sure. That's uh, fine. I'm, I'm glad I didn't get uh, motorized vehicles until I was older. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was like, I remember at 21 with that first bike, I had it. It was a CB 750. And then I got that 996 Superhawk. But I sold the Superhawk within a year because too I was much, like, this bike's too fast. Yeah. I remember getting on the interstate once. I was doing 120 on the on like the on ramp, and I'm like, "No, this is not safe." Yeah, I think the day I bought oh. my DRZ, it was like no tags, and I was like, first uh. thing I did was like, "Let me just see a highway 100." And I was like, "Okay, that's enough." Like, <laughs> was it a 400 or 650 just or the what 400, But I had, uh. I had like street street tires on it, so it wasn't like, yeah the it was super like, motel it was smoother. But uh, I was just like, okay, it can do it. And then I fucking never did it again. I was like, I'm done. Like, no. 
But the DRZ, I loved mine. It was great. Mine had like, I don't know if it's 60, 40 tires. So it was mainly on road, off road, but I did a lot too. But it was, that was a good bike. They're I good missed bikes. that bike they're actually. Little, they're little workhorses. We, we took ours to, yeah. that, to that up jet rally. We're just like, all right, like last minute, like we haven't touched mopeds because we both have children and fucking like, I don't want to yep. drive 10 hours for, for eight break hours down. and hanging out to break down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why I ride scooters too. <laughs> like, I don't mind breaking down in Moped Rally if I'm there for the weekend hanging out. Like I know I'm gonna have a good yeah. time regardless. That's when I pull out the NS and I'm like, I'll ride it by we'll run for a little while at least. Yeah. And then the rest of the scene can like turn the nose up at us for the shifty, like, oh you brought a shifty. Yeah. Oh, oh they do shifty. <laughs> I think they're just like, damn, he's not gonna yeah. break down like us. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking spit on every D D fucking fifty I see. Like <laughs> Yeah. Oh god. But yeah, dude, I'm gonna fucking. I gotta wrap it up, bro. But it was like good You're talking good. To you and hanging out. Yeah, I can't wait to hear it again. Yeah. So for again, for those who don't know you, you know, tell them like who you are and like where they can find you and stuff on the Instagrams. Yep. Uh, it's just Dylan Wallace, and it's at Nomad Mopeds. And then I have the website too: www.nomadmopeds.com. So if you're out west, you know, in SAC, and you're looking for, like, a cool bike from Dose, you know, he's going to buy them first, so get it from him, you know? <laughs> <laughs> or if you just have questions, you know, and then we do rides and stuff, and I can, you know, reach out, and we I can show you the community we have out here, because we need more people, more people, so. Yeah. Landscodes have been around fucking forever, OG fucking West Coast Club, like, oh, yeah. on the scene. Fucking you can you can you can catch those old school documentaries on YouTube and be like, damn, they were cool back Nate then. Nate with the destroyer pipe. <laughs> like they You've were got a TM twenty four on a Gila. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah, dude. Well, definitely uh, cool cool guy gang, you know. Cool yeah. parts. They're like pushing the scene. They're doing cool events. Like you guys are still they're still holding it down there, so I appreciate that. It's it's awesome. I know. And I'm I, just glad to be a part of it. And it's got a cool club name. Well, the cool little Motomatic logo. mopeds or the land squids. Yeah, the land squids, dude. Like, oh, the new t-shirts are super sweet, too. Oh, dang. I can't wait. Y'all need those next yeah. ones, dude. Hit your boy up, dude. I'll print those son of a bitches, dude. I got you. Hell right yeah. Here. I know you do. That's why I reached out to you. Dude, I'm doing the, um, speaking of that, I saw the Wizards posted their, uh, their rally flyer on Moped Army. That's that rally's coming up soon too. Like I'm doing. Oh their, yeah. I think I saw that. That graphic was sick. Yeah. Nate's always drawing like wild stuff. <laughs> I had a buddy actually the person who did mine was uh Jay Rivet. He's actually like a graphic artist yeah, and for like a baseball stadium. He's yeah, like super good moped dude too. So he did my graphic. Obviously some inspiration from the NS fifty in that shirt, but link me to that dude. I need like a good like graphic person. Oh love, fuck like, he's good dude. You know how it goes, dude. I love like fucking everyone loves working with people in the moped community. Like let's fucking yeah. like oh, He sent me like ten samples too. Oh awesome. Yeah, he was like, which one do you like? A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H. And I'm like, fuck, dude. I'm like, how about G? And he's like, yeah, hold on. I'm going to redo it with G stylized 10 different ways. I'm like, fucking shit. Uh, all right, like, all that's right. Like that AI revision shit right there, bud. Yeah. Let me get an upscale. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, okay. I was like, sick, dude. I was like, God, I love that, dude. That's great. That's funny. They're like, all right, like the fucking internet fucking robots can like give all these revisions and all scales and this and that. Like, I gotta like, uh, like we gotta step up, dude. We gotta come out the gates with like offerings. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, sick. All righty. Well, it was nice talking to you. Yeah, of course, bro. Oh, you, man. 
All right. Have a good night. All right. Later, dude. Goodbye. All right, guys. That's a fucking. That's another one down, bro. Dylan from fucking Nomad Mopeds out west. Cool dude. Like my first time I'm really talking to him in depth, and I kind of I I enjoy him. He's been through some some stuff, you know. Knows the same people, had the same tales. Like enjoys the fucking mopeds. Still in it, you know. Found love in the community. Like you know how it goes, guys. Um, quick rundown. Let's fucking hit it, dude. Like. The calendar, if you guys aren't paying attention, mopenarmy.com, hit it up, check it out. Uh, we got some rallies coming up. I need to find something to go to myself. I saw fucking uh, uh, a couple of videos and stuff popping up lately. I'm trying to repost them and tag them all and stuff like on Instagram. So, you know, I'll try to share more. But uh, Puddle Cutters coming up. You can't premix Friendship June 23rd through 25th. Like, that's the next rally on the calendar. And then you got the Daggers, We're Still Your Daddy, Nashville, June 30th through July 2nd. So that should be a good time. You know, if you're in the Midwest, that's a great rally. Close for everyone. Pretty central. Word on the street in the uh, group me is that, like, New Orleans is going to be rolling up to that one pretty deep. So be cool to see the homies from down there. Hopefully, maybe I can make it. We'll see. Try to figure it out. Then we got Legion, you know, Philly Fun Fists. Eight, dude, eight years of doing this fucking rally in Philly. Like, who keeps going here? I don't know why. The place is a shithole. But well, I'll probably be there because it's always a good time. And and you need a cheesesteak in your life, right? Like, <laughs> so that's going to be coming up July 7th through July 9th. They got Moped Brothers. They're fucking taco, nacho fucking rally or whatever. Uh, I think they're posting, like, weekly vids. So if you don't follow the Moped Brothers on Instagram, check it out. Moped Brothers, um, they you know, they got some cool rally videos they're dropping weekly or whatever. Uh, that's going to be July 14th through 16th. Then you got the Goat Heads. Shout out New Mexico, dude. Like, you want to go ride in high desert and get your, get your time your good time on out there? Um, their rally is going to be July 21st through 23rd. And then we got the Wizards, July 21st through 23rd, same weekend. So that's a battle, you know. You want to go out west? You got something? You want to come to the east coast? Go ride with the Amish. Always a good time. Open roads. Hills to climb. Uh, they'll probably take us down some sketchy gravel road again. Like, you know, get to ride by Amish and horse buggies. Like, it's interesting. It's a fun place to ride. Uh, then you got Dirty Burn and Broads doing some Connecticut shit. July 28th through the 30th. Hot and Ready's, of course. This is our retirement party. You know, they, I think they're going to get a marriage status. They've been around a long time. They're holding down Chicago for years or, you know, they're going to fucking throw a banger in Chicago. I wish I could go, but I'm, I got a bail. I'm going to miss that one. Uh, but that's going to be August uh, 18th through the 20th. Then we got uh, Moped GP Midwest. There's another Moped race going on in the Midwest. Shout out to everyone who did Moped GP uh, East Coast, like the videos and the pictures I saw look pretty cool. I wish there was more videos. I wish I could watch more of the racing. Like, if someone's got more videos or something, post them, tag them, tag me, let me know. Like, I like to see, see it. You know, they look cool from what I did see. Then, of course, like we just said, we got the Land Squidge National Rally. That is the official Moped Army National Rally this year. It's going to be in Sacramento, California, September 1st through September 4th. And then got the Zeros doing uh, uh, Stranger Beings in Toledo, Ohio, September 8th through 10th. Um, 
East Coast, that's a big, big, good, big one to go see. I think if you want to see a cool community and a cool shop, like and a bunch of mopeds in one spot, it's kind of like going to see Chad Burke's, you know, quarter kick or something or dose or, you know, they got a bunch of bikes. They got a bunch of stuff going on. They got one cool moped garage together. Pretty sick. And the list keeps going, man. There's a lot of fucking rallies posted in the calendar this year, dude. Fucking just check out Moped Army. Check them all out. But, you know, I'm picking a man after that, dude. We got Casserolers in September. You got Yin's Fest from, your, you know, the Moped in, in September, like late September. I might go to that one because that's super close. And I've never come to Pittsburgh to ride mopeds. So I think that'd be a fun one to hit. And it's like a while for now. Still got a good time. And then Firing Squad, I think they just canceled their rally today. So that September 29th through October 1st rally has been canceled. And then there's, you know, there's no end of the year stuff really posted yet. So, you know, maybe someone in the South will throw up some kind of like October, you know, Indian summer type shit. Like, oh, like it's still hot. Like, come on, come on down here. You know, people start getting cold again. You know, they can get another one last taste of like the, of the sunshine. But yeah, that's it. Um, we're going to get out of here. Thanks for listening. Moped Money Podcast. We'll be back next week. Uh, like I said, my buddy, you know, Conan hit me up. I was like, dude, you got to quit this other other week shit, dude. Fucking lose my motivation. Lose my mojo. And so I'm like working on like trying to be more consistent. <sighs> Make more time for you guys and do more episodes. So if you have a topic you think I should get into or you yourself would like to be on the episode, uh, feel free to give me uh, a ring or a buzz or a text or an email or Instagram post or whatever the fuck. Uh, you can email me at mopedmoneypodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the podcast, you can go to mopedmonday.com and pick up a koozie or hoodie or hat or I don't know whatever stuff is on there. But there's some stuff. There's some swag. And yeah, fuck your car. Ride a moped. So um, what are your favorite moped sounds? <laughs> Car. <laughs> right I don't know, like touch a flower, is it moving? Like, no, nah, feel pretty locked up. Sounds like a fuck, dude. Oh boy! Wah, wah, wah.